Hey there, Tennessee sports fans. It's an, uh, time for another episode of Tennessee Fan Talk. We got some craziness going on for you this week. Brad, what do we got? We've got National Signing Days. Oh. We got bowl games. Oh. We got Memphis getting bit in the butt by Nashville. Ooh, Memphis. Which has happened plenty of times to plenty of people. Oh, that's what we got more that and more in store for Tennessee Fan Talk. Yes, we do. Roll the roll the beautiful bean footage. Bean footage. All right, sports fans, once again, thank you for tuning in. Tennessee Fan Talk with Brandon Bird and The Duke, both of us um, traveling. N- traveling, there you go. Yeah, not in remote, remote locations, <laughs> undisclosed remote locations. <laughs> not where we should be. <laughs> Hence why this is not live, this is pre-recorded. Sorry, you can't get in on the live comments. Not that I'm any good at putting them up on the screen when they come in anyway. I'm not good either way. Neither. Obviously, you got all the control of that, not me. We need to swap that up. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, for this this podcast that we normally send out live. Of course, once again, pre-recorded this week. We thank you for all the listens on YouTube and wherever that you listen to on your podcast platform. We appreciate the plays and the love and ever so growing. If you want to show a little bit more support down in the description below, click the link and make a donation to help fund this show. Tithe you 10%. <laughs> Let's start off with a little bit of bowls. I think that's how you went down with the list. I don't have the, the rundown sheet made. We've had some bowls played. They started out on the 17th with the Bahamas mm-hmm. Bowl. Uh, Middle Tennessee and Toledo, of course. Middle Tennessee taking the win on that one. Weather was probably fantastic down there. Oh, can you imagine? It's hilarious the people that don't really understand football and bowls and how they go. And you hear people in Tennessee, uh, in Middle Tennessee, especially around MTSU, going, you know, why, uh, you know, why are we paying for this team to travel to the Bahamas? It's like you're not. (laughs) No. The university is not paying. They get picked to play in these down. If anything, you are gaining. Uh, you know, you, you're gaining television. You're gaining momentum. You're gaining a little bit of funds, right, for the program. It's a shame that the football uh, program has to share those funds. <laughs> into, I mean, that's is that that's about the only program that's probably profitable at Middle Tennessee State, if it is profitable. Exactly. But the, good for the kids. Good for the kids. The Cure Bowl uh, was also on Wednesday. Coastal Carolina beating Northern Illinois. Not by much. Both of those games were pretty close. Boca Raton Bowl yesterday. I got to see a little bit of that one. Western Kentucky beating up uh, Appalachian State. State, which App State. You a know, little bit of a shocker. You know who's leaving? Who is transferring from App State to Tennessee? I Tell me who. I don't know. Offspring of Heath Shuler, Mr. Navy Shuler, oh, on name. his way to Tennessee. Position? Uh, quarterback? Quarterback? Fifth person of the Shuler family to wear the power tee. 
That's good because Heath was good at UT, but he was awful in the NFL. Yes, he was. The Cricket <laughs> Celebration Bowl also yesterday, South Carolina State and Jackson State. <laughs> Jackson State getting beat 31-10. to 10. Jackson State, who has the number two recruit overall, can't win a bowl game against South Carolina State. Tell me that there is not a whole bunch of fun saying – you know, come over here and play for Deion Sanders now that we can legally pay you to not be in the FBS. What? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Crazy, crazy, crazy. The New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State, and UTEP. Fresno State taking away the win. Independence Bowl, UAB, BYU. Big win for UAB. Big, big win to go out there, beat up Brigham Young's 35-year-olds. Beat the Storming Mormons. <laughs> beat the Storming Mormons. The Lending Tree Bowl, Liberty 56, Eastern Michigan 20. The, the This one always gets me now. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. How do we? So did, I think we should support and get a Tennessee Fan Talk Bowl. So the real question is, does Jimmy Kimmel pay for the name or does ABC pay for the name? Oh, you know ABC. Utah State 24, Oregon State 13. The New Orleans Bowl, Louisiana and Marshall 36-21 respectively. Uh, And tomorrow we'll have the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Old Dominion Mm. and Tulsa. Over, under, how many people come back with a clap? Five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with the over on that. Of course, we get into uh, some better bowls um, as we roll into like the 23rd is when we start to see some good ones there with North Texas and um, Miami, Ohio, Florida, and UCF. Ooh, Battle of Florida. Bet you UCF pulls it away. Probably so. Who's coaching? Is Napier coaching? uh, He would have to be, right? I guess. I don't know. Uh, Hawaii, the Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii versus Memphis. You know, I hope they don't get to play. COVID protocol. COVID protocol. They got too drunk on the beach. Let's just let's just skip over the recruits. We'll get to the recruits. That's the big section of this show is going over the recruits. And let's talk about this. The amount of fans that drove up to Nashville from Memphis had hotels. Twitter's just gone insane um, had hotels, had money, had time, and an hour before tip-off, Memphis pulls the plug. And they say it's well, due to their own internal COVID protocols. Mm. Uh, from what I've understood, 90% of the team is vaccinated. Two people tested positive. I'm thinking that it was probably their two best players. As they, to got what, too drunk, they got too drunk the night before. They were seen out the night before. But here's the thing, their protocol is supposed to keep them away from people now that they have positive test results and contact tracing and all this crap, but yet they're out in the lobbies of their hotels taking pictures with fans, shaking, glad-handing, doing all that jazz. Here's the deal. Memphis was supposed to be really good, started off the season pretty decent, hit the SEC portion of their schedule. They've played a couple games at SEC and have not played well, right? They did beat Alabama. And and Tennessee was going to slaughter them. And Hopefully. Penny Hardaway would, yeah, you know, it's he's getting called a lot of things right now. A winner not being one of them. A winner not being one of them. <laughs> he is being called number one, just without the index finger. 
Read between the lines. <laughs> I mean, Nashville has been coined by some people the Las Vegas of the East. <laughs> some people can't handle it. I just made it up off the top of my head. Luckily, some people can't, they can't handle it. They can't handle Nashville. Luckily, 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 Rick Barnes being who he is. Uh, the, the, people, the, people. the people that were already there got to see a little orange and white exhibition game. The ones that didn't get kicked out or the ones that were not allowed in. Yes. You know, they, they kicked a bunch of people out. They Yeah, they were like, it's canceled. We're not letting anybody in. And so the ones. Well, they kicked were, some of them out in the upper deck. I know. I saw that on, I saw it on Twitter. Just crazy. Absolute crazy. I would have been heated if I would have, you know, drove from Knox for. Memphis or somewhere out of the, I mean, Alabama, somewhere, Kentucky, out of the area to spend the night. You know, they still get the Nashville experience the night before, but they're ready for a basketball game. I mean, I know I saw on another thing on Twitter, somebody I went to high school with that also lives in the Nashville area was walking out the door to go to the game, and then he got the update that it was canceled. I would have been heated if I'd have found that out, oh, you know, heading ahead of the game. So... If you're Rick Barnes, because I believe that Tennessee gets the option of rescheduling or not. If you're Rick Barnes, you don't Word let on it. Street is they're not, they're not going to. Word on Street said they're not going to. I mean, where are oh. they going to fit it in at the schedule? They're not going to. Especially since we're getting ready to get into the SEC part of it. I, I say you make them play you. No, I don't. I'd, I'd say what I, I say what a lot and, of people and when, say. You don't even answer the phone anymore. You don't even pick up Memphis. We were make, I mean, we make Memphis. Like, that's like our sport. our sports program is much better than Memphis. They get the national shine that they don't get nine times out of ten. They get paid to play us, I'm sure. They're making some sort of money. Yes. I wouldn't even pick up the phone from Memphis for any sport, football, basketball, under underwater basket weaving. I'm not, <laughs> we're not picking up that phone call. I don't think they pick up the phone call. Mr. White, don't talk to him. If, yeah. I mean, it's bottom yeah. line. Just don't yeah. even pick up the phone call. Yeah. Screw you, boys. I'm taking my ball. And when are we going to stop using COVID as an excuse? Because here's the deal. We, 2038. We haven't. <laughs> no joke. Football went off fine. Mm. You know, baseball went off fine, especially towards the latter part of the year. Uh, both, you know, college and um, NFL has, has done well. So, you know, when do we stop allowing it without it being a forfeit? That's my question. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we I don't want to get too political in, on this, but, I mean, the other sports, like NHL and other sporting leagues, are starting to shut down some NBA. Um, I mean, but at what point? I, I think what you'd have to do is have – so you, you do your testing, whatever, 24 hours before – the event you get all you get all of the results back, and if if you post a positive COVID test after that test, you forfeit. So I mean, like that, you see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you've already got your initial test. Everybody's negative. Then you're supposed to follow your protocol, stay in your rooms, not talk to anybody, whatever. <laughs> stay in your bubble, right? If you break the bubble, yeah. like Memphis, it, did, yeah. If you go out bar hopping the night before on Broadway and spending nine dollars a beer, you know. I mean, that's, I think that, and then you have to t test again, you test positive. I think that's where you forfeit. I agree. 
I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know any other answer to that. But a lot of people say, well, you can't take a risk with it. I was trying to pull us up uh, and getting us into our next segment here, uh, the recruits, because we're going to spend a little bit of time on this. Um, shame on Memphis, right? Shame on, shame, on shame, them allowing shame, to do that. Shame, shame, shame. So the balls did well. We uh, we we brought in fourteenth place, fourteenth uh, as of right now. That's just during the early signing period. Of course, we have the normal signing period that everyone has forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as uh, recruits, um, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, transfers coming in, maybe even some more transfers going out as uh, players that are already here decide to, maybe they decide to leave when they see um, their, comp- well, we got coming their in. competition yeah. coming in. Uh, some of the players that were already graduated and have recruited um, you know, early on letter of intents are already practicing. Of course, they don't get to play in the bowl, but they do get to uh, practice uh, with the team for bowl practices. Any word on Cade Mays? I haven't seen. You know, I haven't seen anything on Cade Mays. I actually haven't seen anything on Tillman. He said he was going to announce the other day, and I haven't seen. It has nothing has popped up. I haven't had a whole lot of time. Tis the season. Everything's yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah, I haven't looked either. You know, so um, it's it's been a a little different. Uh, but. Ranked 14th nationally, uh, which is awesome. I think that's sixth in the SEC, which is not great. And you'll see a little bit of why it's uh, sixth here in just a minute. But we'll start off, go in the order that uh, UT Sports has these things, which is alphabetical by last name. Our first one, top of the list here, Maurice Moe Clipper Jr., offensive lineman, six foot five, 300 pounds. This dude... What we needed was dudes, right? That's that's uh, you always hear like uh, Mark Pack and all them say we needed dudes. This guy, four-star prospect, number thirteen, offensive guard by ESPN. He's a dudes, dude. He's a dudes, dudes. Uh, the three uh, two four seven called him a three-star, right? Um, mm-hmm. As well as rivals. But you know, I, the stars thing—it it really don't matter. It really don't mean that much to me anymore. After we've been burnt several times, latest being Jared, you know who? After Garantano saying he was a five. Up. Come on, who, who's ranking these dudes? Who, who's you know? What I want to see is big bodies and people who have compete. People coach who, them up. Coach them up. People as who has won. Um, awards or their team has done well, right? Uh, so he's rated. Uh, number 41 in the state of Georgia by ESPN. He was an uh, all-region, uh, first-team all-region, uh, 7A honors. Um, so he, he's done great in a 7A district, which is that's, – that's awesome. And I'm excited about grabbing in some big uh, O-linemen. Number two on that list, <laughs> offensive linemen – Brian Grant, six foot eight, two hundred and eighty pounds. A dude's dude. A dude's mm. dude. He comes out of Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I, I meant to say up there uh, for Mo Clipper from Alpharetta, Georgia. We actually do pretty well um, diving down into Georgia and grabbing some dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, we ha- we actually are better in Georgia than we are in Tennessee. 
Yeah, Tennessee guys have a tendency to go for Alabama for some reason. <laughs> Brian Grant was hunt, the number 108 player in the state of Florida, according to 247. 97 ranked prospect in the state of Florida by on three. And 69 rated offensive tackle uh, by nationally by ESPN. So he's uh, another offensive line six eight. I mean, he's tall. I would like, I'd like to see a little bit more weight on him, but they'll do that. They'll hit that yeah. up in the spring. You know, these, yeah. these nutritionalists, and they've got this all set up, and um, he's, he's going to put on some poundage this offseason. <laughs> Woo! There you go. Had to sneeze there. Tis the season. <laughs> Number three, Christian Harrison, defensive back, six foot, one hundred and eighty-three pounds. They're going to beef him up a little bit more. Uh, he's coming out of Atlanta, Georgia. A three-star recruit by all the services, considered one of the top fifty players in the state of Georgia. And uh, his team has done well as, as a junior. They were eleven and uh, I'm sorry, as a senior, they went eleven and one. So they are uh, must have been an exciting, exciting thing to watch in Atlanta. A lot of different programs out there. Make sure this is number four. This one's exciting to me right here. Elijah Herring. I don't know if you've caught up with the news on Elijah. He is linebacker, very exciting, 6'2", 225 pounds, from Noonan, Georgia. But guess where he went to school? Chattanooga? Nope. Riverdale High School in Murfreesboro. Is that a private school? No. Oh. No. Riverdale High School in Murfreesboro. This is the uh, 13th player in the state, 46th rated linebacker in the nation by 247. Um, Tab the number 10 player in Tennessee's 2021 Dandy Dozen, and he was been on first team selection for the mid-state teams. He got 67 uh, tackles, 16 tackles for a loss, five sacks. This dude is serious. Uh, Riverdale went um, ten and two, and he they've gotten up to playoffs. Of course, they never won the title, but did well up in the playoffs. He's a running the Maryville. He he's a big body guy, and they definitely definitely um, need to replace some spots and get some spots ready. They need the depth, and I think we are going to be doing good on adding to the depth. Number five, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this works out. Uh, Taven Jackson, a quarterback, six foot four, like his height, 198 pounds, you know, not bad. Mm-mm. He comes from Greenwood, uh, Indiana, blue chip quarterback, uh, proven winner, number 12 overall at his position. Good scrambler, I'm sure. Number seven by rivals.com. You know, that's a big one. So he he's uh we'll see how this goes. Quarterback play is going to be interesting. These these younger guys coming in with this transfer portal that you know is is causing just insane amount of movement. You know when you have someone like Spencer Rattler that is just going to just up and go. Bum, he didn't have a great bum, season, right? Bum. 
but he was okay prior to and then to go to to Beamer's uh you know going over South Carolina it's just crazy the amount of transfers that happen so hopefully uh Mr. Jackson here uh stays stays with it even though you know he won't be named the starter with him well, and yeah, Hooker the, returning the, but they know the <clears throat> Hooker's only got one more year so they're competing. They're, you know, they're probably for, they already knew that coming in too, so they're probably forecasting for their next year. I hope I hope that the kid I know I know what the coaches are doing. I just hope the kid Well, um, yeah, I mean I think the kid would also knew I mean Hendon already came out and, you know, a committed or, you know, committed said he was coming back another year, so they already knew that. I mean, yeah. unless he thinks he's gonna come in and beat him out of the spot, which is possible, yeah, I guess. Anything's anything's there. possible. True. Yeah. Number six, Joshua Josephs, defensive end, 6'3", 215, big body. Big body. b he got my head and he got body. <laughs> the uh, He was the top 15 edge rusher in the country, four-star prospect. Number 71 overall, number eight player from Georgia. So not uh, not bad. He had lots of tackles, lots of tackles. Um Lots of sacks, 104 tackles, six sacks, and a leader of a defense that only allowed 17 and a half points per game. Pretty good in high school. <clears throat> yeah, he chose Tennessee over 26, 26 other D1 offers, including five other SEC schools. He probably knew he could come in and con- uh, contribute and right play. out of the gate. He could play, yeah. yeah. Finally, someone that understands... You don't have to go ride pine at Alabama. You could come play immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For a program that you're going to get just as much shine as Alabama. That's right. We're going to see some love here. People are tired of talking about Alabama. Cameron Miller, our seventh man on the list, a wide receiver, 6'1 and 195 pounds. Uh, this is the larger of their, I believe, two wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I believe is that uh, they got a quarterback, four offensive linemen, two running backs. Oh, they got four wide receivers. I'm sorry, uh, four defensive linemen, two linebackers, and three defensive backs. Cameron Miller, versatile player. He went to. Uh, he's from Memphis, uh, where he went to the Memphis Academy of Health Sciences. Number 47th wide receiver in the country by both Rivals and ESPN.com. If you're a wide receiver, our offense is where you can really shine. Yep. If you like to run and gun, go deep, and and catch uh, 50-50 balls that are going up, you got to go up and get them. This is the place for you. Yep. Be ready to move fast. Be ready to be out of breath because you will yep. be. <clears throat> mm-hmm, I agree. And uh, if you're the reason why we're having to – uh, allow the defense to substitute. You're not going to be playing long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get your lungs up. <laughs> Wind sprint. <laughs> Number eight here, Addison Nichols, offensive lineman. Something we definitely, definitely need some depth in. Six five, three hundred and fifteen pounds. This is a big one for us. Another one out of Atlanta. Powerful, powerful player. Um, a four-star prospect, number four interior offensive lineman in the country, according to 247 Sports. The more the merrier on the, with the hog mollies. We need the biscuit boys in the front. We need, oh yeah, we need, that's what it, the biscuit boys, that's right. <laughs> and now, 
I think he pronounces his name Chase. Uh, Chaz. Chaz. It's Chaz. Chaz, Chaz Nimrod. Nimrod. What a tip. I can't, I can't call him Nimrod. I can't do it's it. A t- it's a fantastic name. I can't do it because Beavis and Butthead destroyed that for me. <laughs> Chaz Nimrod. Oh, he, has, name. he has to be Nimrod. <laughs> Wide receiver. Look at the height on this. 6'3", 183 pounds. They're going to put a little bit more muscle on him, but 6'3", will do him well. Yep. A speedy receiver, dual sport standout. For, he come from Bentonville, Arkansas, home of the Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And the Sam's Club. And the Sam's Club. Four-star uh, prospect, number 36, wide receiver in the nation by on three. I wonder why he didn't go to Arkansas. I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> it used to be a question uh, that we wouldn't have to even think about. but I mean, you, you have to think that Arkansas but... owns the recruiting in Arkansas, which are, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many people come out of Arkansas. You don't think very many, but good for us. Yay for us. Number 10, James Pierce, a uh, defensive. I put defensive in. Uh, they have him listed as a defensive lineman. Six foot five, 220 pounds. They're definitely going to throw some muscle on him, but he's got the height once again. Yep. Four star prospect by 247 Sports and Rival and on three. That's that's so when you got all of them like, other than ESPN saying four star, it's consistent. You're that's, pretty good. That's nice. I like that a lot. He comes from Charlotte, North Carolina, Chambers High School. Chose Tennessee over eighteen other offers. Thirteen from Power Five schools. Another win for us. I would have to think. Mm-hmm. Getting that depth that we need. They they hopefully these play. I mean. The, the recruiting trail from Heupel and company, I mean, they were going into it till the last second. They were out there getting and getting. Number 11, Caleb Perry. We have two Calebs coming in, both of them spelled differently. Mm-hmm. This sick linebacker, six foot three, 215 pounds, are going to need to put a little on him from Georgetown, Kentucky. Said that he's very physical. Is rated a consensus three-star prospect by all the major recruiting. Tabbed the number four player in the state of Kentucky by On3 and ESPN with number six by Rivals and 247. He actually committed to the Vols back in July. I think he is one of the ones that is practicing. With, That's good. I mean, it's, 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 I, mean I think it shows something when somebody – commits way back then and just doesn't change their mind. I notice that happens a lot too. I, yes. I love I love the ones that are in it to win it. Right. Yep. Number twelve, Jordan Phillips, big boy right here. Defensive line six two, three hundred pounds, pure strength that we need. Explosive defensive uh, uh defensive tackle. And uh he's coming up from Orlando he is a three-star uh, by all the major recruiting services, 47th defensive tackle in the country. He uh, he racked up 56 tackles and 29 tackles for loss his senior year. He's Pretty right, good. He's right up our alley. That's what we need. What we need. <laughs> That's, you know, we're all about the TFLs around here. Mm-hmm. Number 13... Is that Messiah? 
Sure. <laughs> Reddick, we'll call him Reddick. Offensive line. I love these numbers. Six foot five, three hundred and twenty-eight pounds. Big physical offensive tackle and um, has the smarts. He comes from Detroit, Michigan. Three star by two four seven rivals and ESPN. Number twenty-two player in the state of Michigan by two four seven. Uh, number 27 by Rival, so they're, it's close, right? Chose mm-hmm. twenty three, uh, chose Tennessee, I'm sorry, over 23 other D1 offers, including two from Power 5 programs. Uh, for us to, to get up and get into Michigan, I mean, that's... That's Ohio State territory, I mean, Michigan territory. <laughs> what, what's the first place that you think of when you think of Michigan and recruiting? Ohio State. Great place for Ohio State to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Number 14, Dylan Sampson, running back, five foot eleven and 185 pounds. They're definitely gonna have to get him in the weight room. I bet he's got good hands. You know, the the five foot eleven doesn't bother me. You take uh, you know, there's been some fantastic smaller guys and, and if Pig they, Howard. And if they can get him, you know, beefed up and, and you know, you think more of the shorter, stronger guys, you know, back in the day being called the fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a little little more about him here. I'm sorry. He is from Baton Rouge. Mm, LSU territory. Record-breaking speedy running back out of Baton Rouge. He was a four-star prospect by On3 and a three-star by pretty much everybody else. Listed as number 30 overall running back uh, and number 15 overall prospect in the state of Louisiana. I was trying to see if he had his uh, track times. They are. He has a couple of track times. He's a four three two forty. Pretty speedy. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that'll that'll get her done. Mm-hmm. Uh, number fifteen, Jordan Thomas, defensive back, six foot two, one hundred and eighty seven pounds. Definitely need to get him back in there from Montgomery, Alabama. He was a former quarterback. And developed into a hard-hitting and very athletic defensive back. Three-star by everybody, pretty much. Number 30 in the state of Alabama and 57-rated safety in the country. Looking to see if he got any other offers. He had 21 other D1 offers and committed to us on the day. The day of. Waited till the last second. That's what a lot of kids do these days. (laughs) Number 16, Mr. Style, Caleb Webb, wide receiver, six foot three, 190 pounds. Mm -hmm. He comes from Powder Springs, yet another Georgia player. Big and physical wide receiver from the Peach State. Uh, who had a huge senior season season, sorry, he was a four star prospect by two four seven. Um, on three and rivals.com. That's fantastic. 160th yep. overall player, number 20, uh, the 22nd wide receiver prospect in the country by on three. He um, had 20 other D1 offers, including eight Power Five programs. And of course, he came in on day of. 
what do we say? He was number 16, so we are yep. on to 17. These things are supposed to be in order. 17, I'm very, very excited about. Um, this was a big one for us in Mr. Tyree West, defensive lineman, 6'3", 280 pounds. This dude had some people going after him. Uh, he chose mm-hmm. Tennessee over 22 other D1 offers, including 21 of those were Power 5 programs. He was a, uh, a last-minute, you know, brought in for us. He was very, very, very heavily sought after. Uh, he has a quick first step and a notable pass rushing ability. Number seven defensive lineman. Um, I'm trying to see who that's by, and a four-star prospect by everybody. That, that was a big flip from Georgia, correct? I believe he was. I believe he was really leaning towards going to Georgia, and they flipped him over. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's our next one? Number 18. Here he is. Number 18, Marquarius. Now I can't Marquarius. 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 White, a wide receiver, five foot ten. That's slot guy. This is yeah. This is the one that worries me here. Uh, Definitely, definitely. No, he'll be running up the middle. He'll be he'll be one breaking the big plays. Bubble screens too. Hundred and sixty pounds, five foot ten. Talking about making me feel like a short fat person. (laughs) Coming straight out of Birmingham, Alabama, multi sport athlete, which is good. He's rated a four star prospect. And number seventh overall player in Alabama by on three. Everyone else got him as a three star. Um, he had twenty one um, other Division one offers, including sixteen from Power Five schools. Six of those were from SEC. Mm-hmm. So welcome aboard. Love it. Volve Navy. <laughs> Next to number 19 is Desmond Williams, defensive back, 5'11", 190 pounds. Desmond was one of the nation's top junior college defensive backs. Okay, He came uh, from uh, Forsyth, Georgia. I'm looking at that. Number 8 overall, Juco player. And... Uh, has <laughs> been a couple couple of other players he had. He's had twelve other D one offers and committed to us his uh course there on National Signing Day. Last certainly not least, Justin Williams running back six foot tall, two hundred and five pounds. He excites me. Uh, talented back, a great mix of size, right? He's he's awesome. He yep. was rated a four star prospect from two four seven. Uh, he was from all of them. The composite, ESPN, Rivals, on three. He he was there. Number 11th running back uh, in the country by Rivals. 17 uh, by on three. I mean, so he's he they they were going after him. He he had as a junior. Sen- I'm sorry. Here he is. Finished the senior year season. 2,116 all-purpose yards, 1,896 rushing yards, 14 touchdowns. He had 25 other Division I offers, including 18 of those from Power 5 conferences. And he picked us. That's good. That's always good news to hear that. So I know that was a whole lot 
all at one time. Um, more in depth on each of these is available at uh, UT Sports. Um, want to thank them for putting up some of these uh, photos and stuff for us to grab from. <laughs> As uh, uh, some of them were really easy to get the backgrounds off. <laughs> some of them, some not, of them more or not. Some of them. Not so much, but you know the good thing is, is you only got to do it the once. And now I've got these guys' pictures for for when they when they turn into stars for the remainder of the five seasons. <laughs> there. Oh, so we hit Memphis. We hit recruiting. We hit a little bit of the bowls. You know what we have not done. You know what we have what? not done. Today is the night. Actually, you know what? We get one more show before our bowl game. Mm-hmm. And so that's next week. That's that's next week. We'll we'll pick them. We'll we'll make our picks for the Purdue game, uh, as and as well as the uh, yeah. They're a bunch six. of nerds. They're like Vanderbilt. They're a bunch of nerds. Same colors. They everything. Could, they could be sneaky. We'll be all right. They could be sneaky. We'll be all right. Um, although Tennessee did not get to play in uh, Nashville yesterday, as far as the basketballs go, they're still ranked 18th, you know, despite their two losses, one against Villanova, one against Texas Tech, that somehow did not move the needle backwards. Um, the Lady Vols put up a good fight. We got beat by Stanford yesterday, number three, Stanford. I got beat by ten. It's okay. There's been a, there's been a lot of movement. Uh, the men's basketball has had three number ones already uh, mm-hmm. between Baylor and Gonzaga and um, someone else had held it too. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. But I love to see the movement. There's a lot of talent out there on the hardwood this year, and uh, it's just going to be who's on fire. You know. Yeah, be- that's well, that's the thing about the NCAA basketball. It's whoever heats up during the tournament time. Yep. I mean, a number one seat's great, but then yeah, don't matter as long as you're on fire going in. Mm-hmm. He's Keep- on fire. He's on NBA Jam he's Tournament on- Edition. He- he's heating up. One of my favorite. He's on fire. When you, could, when you could shoot it from all the way down the other side of the court and go in. Yeah, on Love Sega it. Genesis, he's it. heating up. Loved it. One of my absolute favorites. It's not as good as King Griffith Jr. Baseball, but it's pretty good. Or uh, maybe a little bit of Tech Mobile. Go a little older. Maybe. Maybe. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's good, too. Sonic. The, the OG Sega game. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I played my NBA Heat on or whatever it was called. I don't even remember what it was called. Next week's show, we're going to have a couple guests. Um uh, couple returning hopefully i talked to a few today uh that we're going to grab on hit a little trivia year-end trivia and make our mm-hmm. predictions for the uh, remaining bowls the only ones that really matter i do want to discuss while we have more people on next week i also want to hit on with these the opt-out the splurge of opt-out what well, bowls used to matter and now with the college football playoffs if you're not in New Year's Six Bowls, they're saying it don't matter. And so seniors opting out, getting ready for the combine, a lot of it this year. I don't hate it, though. I understand it. I get it. I, You know, I get it. And, and Newhouse will said, 
uh, you do two, one of two things. You expand the playoffs to like 28 teams. No. Or you put bowl games at the beginning of the season. Now, that doesn't fix seniors leaving, right? Mm-mm. But that makes your first game or the second game, however they put it in, if, you, if they're allowing a tune-up game first before the – you know, and then do the bowl, um, you know, to make it relevant again. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I enjoy all the bowl games. I think it's good. I enjoy all of them. It was hard uh, looking down and seeing roofclaim.com bowl playing with Western <laughs> Yeah, they're they're big in Florida. I've seen the billboard there on uh, around downtown Nashville. Yeah, they don't buy from us, <laughs> so they're nobodies. They're nobodies. You ain't buying from number one. You ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've definitely we have gone over our time there, which I kind of knew we were going to do with having to spill it out over 20, uh, 20 new recruits. But there you have it. Go balls. Go balls. <laughs>